The following podcast contains strong language and mature themes. Hello and welcome to the show. We are a pair of investigative podcasters on the trail of an unsolved death from 1984. This is episode four, and if you haven't listened to the previous ones, this might not make any sense. Go back and listen to them first. Okay, I'm Gemma Kingsley. I'm working with Marie Colson, and we're calling this investigation The Body in the Woods. join us in our investigation of the man known as Kenny Goldsmith. We're trying to find out who he was and why he was found dead in the woods near this town. In this episode we head up to the big smoke. We've been invited to meet a mysterious lady so we're heading off to the station to catch the train to London. And you might have noticed that I'm on my own tonight. There has been an incident which happened during the week. I'll let the podcast play out and then return at the end. It's eight o'clock on Tuesday morning. We're standing on the platform and it's bloody freezing. It's a basic station, I guess. Two platforms, a footbridge between both and no shelter. Who gets up at this time of the morning? I guess everyone else who works in London and commutes. I'm surprised how many people work there. Mm. We might have a fight on our hands to get a seat. And there's so many more people coming onto the platform now. I really hope not. Shit! I've not got my mask. It's in my other jacket. It's okay, Marie, don't worry. Here, I have a spare. Thanks. You're always so prepared. Are you okay, Marie? I think so. Oh, we'll find out, I guess. There's just a lot more people here than I expected. It will be okay. I'm here with you. Thank you. Looks like ours is arriving. And there's a pair of seats. We boarded the train and managed to spy two seats next to each other and we rushed to grab them for our 50-minute trip to London. This train is packed. We're lucky we got a seat. I couldn't do this every day, it would drive me mad. It looks like many shoes is part. How are you feeling now? Sorry, I, I don't mean to keep asking, but I'm acutely aware that you were really uncomfortable earlier when it got very busy. It looks like this isn't easy for you. I am okay, honestly. Thank you for your concern, though. It's, uh, it's been difficult for me. What did happen to you? When I was 15, I was in a relationship with a boy two years older. His name was Marco. I thought he was so cool because he had his own place. And we'd been friends for a couple of years, but we suddenly became an item. I don't exactly know how, it just changed so quickly. And you don't have to carry on. No, I want to. Not really had anyone to talk to about it. It was great for the first couple of months. He was lovely, gave me things. But then it all changed, literally overnight. He became abusive, controlling. I didn't realise what was happening at first, he just like kept messaging me several times a day, always wanting to know where I was, who I was talking to. It seemed I'd done something wrong to upset him, so I did everything to try and make things better. Nothing seemed to work, and he just got worse. He would hit me, 
shower me. He started telling me what I could do or who I could talk to, even what to wear. Oh my God. How did you get out? My dad saved me. He later told me that he began to realise something was wrong. So he followed me and saw what was happening. He threatened Marco and took me away. I was so angry with Dad. I hated him more. He'd taken me away from the boy I loved so much, I worshipped him. That's seriously fucked up. My dad locked me in my room for a couple of days until I calmed down, and then he was able to talk to me. I had no idea how bad things had got. I was just completely blinded. It took my dad a long time to get me to see sense. I even tried to escape a couple of times to see Marco, but my dad managed to stop me. I now understand what he was doing and why, but I hate him so much at the time. I read up on deep programming, so I see what he did, but it's still tough to think back on that time and what could have happened if I'd stayed. It's taken me a long time to get back to a normal life, but it left me in a bad place for a while. I couldn't trust anyone, I couldn't leave the house. I would jump at every single sound. From a phone ringing to a knock at the door, I would hide in my room every time. So, how did you end up being an influencer then? A big thanks to my dad. He got me started making online videos reviewing products, something to build up my confidence. My videos got more popular and eventually I needed to get more products to review, so it occurred to me that I'd have to go to a local discount shop for items I could afford and in the quantities I needed. It gave me a reason to leave the house and I just developed from there. That must have been horrific to go through. And what made you tell me? You opened up about your mum. Just that insight into you meant I felt comfortable enough to talk to you and tell you my story. I'll hold this from the podcast. Please use it. It took a lot for me to talk about it and I probably won't again. But if this helps someone, then share it. And how are you finding the podcasting? I've really enjoyed it so far. It's helped me so much. It has been a journey of discovery. But I suggest we better turn off the recorders now to save the batteries. We have some important items to record today. That's a good idea. It was great to see Big Ben again. And without that much scaffolding on. We're turning on to Martian Street. Not far now. We're walking alongside a long building which is made up of lots of different coloured panels. We're inside of the main entrance, so I'll give the lady a call. It's ringing. Oh, hello, it's Marie, here for our meeting. We're outside now. Okay. Okay, see you shortly. Are we good? We are. Someone will be down to meet us. Looks like someone has. Someone we already know. Hello again, ladies. You're the man we met in the street last week. You gave us the card. Let me introduce myself. Properly this time. I'm Anthony Ward, PA to Felicity Mackenzie, the lady who we're going to see. Why is everything being done so cloak and dagger? Yes, it does seem a bit like that. We're being careful who we talk to. Things have happened in the past. Things are being covered up. Anyway, if you follow me, I'll take you to her. Are we okay to record? Carry on. Follow me this way. Did you see the machine gun the guard on the front entrance had? That made me nervous. Nothing for us to worry about. He's there for our protection. There have been so many terror attacks in the city, we've had to increase security in all the important buildings. So why this building? This is the Home Office. It plays an important ministerial role. 
We have exited the lift and are now walking down the Oops. corridor. You can't give prescriptions inside the building, though. Security. In here, ladies. Hello. Welcome to DEFRA. DEFRA? What's that? Come in, you two. Close the door, please, Anthony. Would you two like a drink? Tea, please. Coffee for me. Good trip in. It was, but I couldn't do that every day. It can be a bit much, but you get used to it. Thank you, Anthony. Sit, please. Where were we? Ah, yes. DEFRA, or the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs. I'm confused. How is this related to DEFRA? Back in 1984, the department was called MAF, or the Ministry of Agriculture, Fisheries and Food. Kenny was a case officer back then. He would research cases where there were breaches of policy. They made sure quotas were being met and farmers were growing what they said they were. It's not us that deal with it. It's in the hands of AFA, Animal and Plant Health Agency. Thank you for the drinks, Anthony. There are so many new agencies, quite difficult to keep track of, really. Can you tell us what he was working on? Sadly, no. Is it a state secret? Nothing like that. Back then, everyone worked on their own projects, kept their own files. No such thing as computer records. I'm sure there were computers, but back then they were expensive and only some departments had them. The reports were only made releasable when they were submitted, typed and filed. The only way would be to find his notes he was working on at the time. That would be very unlikely now. Most would have been destroyed or filed with the police as part of their evidence. We went through the police files. There was no mention of any reports being found on him. Unless they were at his home. His wife would be the next person to talk to, I guess. Shouldn't that be your department? True, but I think you deserve all the credit. You've done an excellent job so far, especially if you have managed to acquire the police reports. We've listened to your podcast. We like it. It's quaint. But before you go, can you fill in this form? Why? I'm not signing any NDA. I won't be silenced. It's so you can get your money back for your train fares, so you're not out of pocket for your trip. Oh, Cheers. Thanks. You said we liked it. Anthony and I have both been listening to it. That's why I sent Anthony to give you some help. Do you know where we can get Kenny's wife's details? We know he was living in Stevenage at the time of his death. I think we might have his address from when he was working here. I can't guarantee his wife still lives there, though. Anthony, can you see if we have the details? Thank you for helping us. And if you think of anything else, please let us know. Thank you for trying to bring this story to a close. I wish you all the best with the investigation. Here is the address of Sharon Goldsmith. Cheers. I will escort you out of the building. We're back at Wooden Station. Back on home ground. It's been a really productive day. Oh, we better get tickets. Ah, do you mind holding the recorder while I just get the tickets? Got it. Oh, Blackard. 
such a long day. I don't think I've walked this far in a while. Can you walk? Come on, let's get you to your feet. That's it, that's it, miss. Come on. Come with me and we'll sort you out. Can you understand me? What's your name, miss? Um, I, uh, Her name is Marie Coulson. Uh, she had a trauma spell a while ago and this may have brought it back. Hang on, I'll just call her dad. Hello, Marie. Can you understand me? Just nod your head. Mm -hmm. That's good, Marie. Are you hurting anyway? No? Um, really? uh, Marie, that was very good. I have a dad on the phone. Hi, um, I'm with Marie at the station. N no, no, she's okay. She just got pushed by another passenger and it's freaked her out a little bit. Yeah, can you, can you come and pick her up? Five minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Do you know what happened? I'm not sure. Like, I was pushed to the ground as well, and when I looked up, I saw this person holding Marie down on the ground, and it looked like they were talking to her. I, I then shouted and they ran off. And do you have a description? I gave a rough description of someone my height, with a slight build, and wearing a mask to obscure their face. They were wearing a light grey hoodie and dark grey jogging bottoms with white base trainers. Marie's dad picked her up and took her home, he called later to say that physically she's okay, but she isn't speaking to anyone. I'll pay her a visit tomorrow and see if she'll see me. It shook me up, so I dread to think of what it did to Marie. I was okay, but I do have some minor grazes from when I fell. I don't know if this is a result of the investigation or just a random act of violence. I won't know until I speak to Marie. I guess I'll continue cautiously until I find out. I am worried that we're stepping on the wrong toes. And that was our trip to London. As I said at the beginning, I'm on my own today, and now you know why. I will try and keep things moving along as much as possible, but being a person down will probably change the way the investigation is run. So, what did we find on our trip to London? Well, we now know that Kenny ran his own investigations for the department he worked with in math. And we have an idea that he was investigating something related to agriculture, fisheries and food. This ties in with the statement about him asking for information on farms. But what was he looking for? The next lead is Kenny's wife, and we only have an address. So I'll write a short letter and post it tomorrow so it'll get there early next week. We'll see what that brings. <sighs> the 
It's certainly not the same without Marie. If you saw or heard anything or have any information about the incident at the station or know anything else relating to the case, please message us. So, um, until next week, hopefully, stay safe.